0: Hello guys, and welcome to Off The Boards. I am Josh, this is Ryan. And, I'm Ryan. Uh, Yes, and this is our podcast called Off The Boards. This is of course a hockey podcast. We'll be talking about everything from the NHL to the Olympics to the World Juniors to anything in junior hockey. If let Put it this way, if it's hockey and it's interesting, we'll probably end up talking about it. Now, as you yeah. can see from all of my wonderful Leafs trinkets back here, I am of course a Leafs fan. Uh, I've, seen, I've been watching this scene since I was a kid. I've seen the bad teams growing up, the teams that are good now that still somehow can't manage to get out of the first round, uh, and Ryan never lets me live that down. Why would I? Well, yeah, of course. And as you can see from all of Ryan's stuff in the background, he is a Habs fan. Yeah. How, how long have it's you not, been watching?
1: Uh, the- I've been watching hockey most of my life. Uh, I really started following it in yeah, last 10 years or so, but, uh, you know, Habs fan most of my life, and, uh,
0: yeah, I think I know my stuff. Well, I You know, I think we do, too. We have a lot of interesting conversations, and one of our friends one day said, hey, you guys should record that and make it into a podcast, so here we are. Yeah. This is our uh, second season at this. Hopefully, we're going to be more consistent than we did last year. I think we got, like, five episodes out, and then we kind of just bailed on it because life kind of took over. Yeah, uh, I- but yeah, exactly. It happens. So we're going to try to do this on a weekly weekly basis kind of thing. Uh, so this week, we're going to be doing a couple Olympic predictions. We're going to talk about the Cockneyami offer sheet that was not matched. And then we're going to okay. talk about uh, the Pacific Division and who we think the division winner of that's going to be and go through all okay. the teams, of course. So let's get this going. Of course, we are first going to talk about yesterday Kotkaniemi. Man, look how good he Oops. looks in that Carolina jersey. What's awesome. up?
1: I, I wish him all Ugh. the best. I mean, it's a great Ugh. player for us, but God, it, the, the Hurricanes' miles per ten off the charts. Were like, you goddamn that, that could light up a room? But... Were you sad? Um, well, I had a week. I had like the whole week to kind of breathe it in, live with it. When it happened, I was kind of shocked. Yeah. Say I was sad? Yeah, I mean, we lost a good young player. That's a well... lot of money.
0: It's just like, you know, it seems like either Habs fans, you know, when they offer he'd happen, they're all like, well, he's trash. So let's just get rid of him anyway. But now it seems like a lot of you are like, hey, he was pretty good.
1: I don't know. Like, Takami was a great player. Solid player. Great playoff. Yeah. I mean, you look at those stats. He's kind of been regressing the last few years. He's, only played, he's still young. He's still only played a few years, but we haven't seen a of improvement from him, Uh at least not on the points side. I think his at least performance has been improved a little bit. I think, um, but really going into the off season, I was like, all right, we're gonna sign these players. We're gonna do all this. Uh, our meals be three point four, be like three million. what gonna be like three million. Like two point five, maybe 3.5 million.
0: Well, and I but mean
1: 6. yeah. W- 1 a lot of money.
0: I mean, we'll get into the stats here in a second, but you guys yeah. went out and quickly replaced Cock and Cami with uh, yeah. Christian Dvorak yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, were those the picks that you guys uh, moved were those the picks that you guys got from Carolina or were those just different picks Uh,
1: not yeah, it's a little weird Uh, because we'll do the off shoot we got a first and third from Carolina mm-hmm. so what we did after we decided to not match it we got the picks back we went to Arizona and said alright we went to Christian Dvorak and we gave them a 2022 first because we have ours okay. and Carolinas, it'll be the better of those two, though so okay. it's top ten protected. So if one or both of them is top ten, they get the worst picks. Otherwise, it's the best.
0: So wait, so if uh, they're if both picks like somehow Carolina's going to make the playoffs, I'm sure of that. But yeah. let's say one pick was seven, one pick was nine, they would take nine. and You guys would keep seven.
1: Exactly. Okay. But if one pick was seven and one pick was twenty four, they would still yeah. take twenty four.
0: That's that's. But what's if one's like.
1: eleven, but if one's eleven and one's twenty four, they get eleven.
0: Oh yeah, you guys could get okay. We yeah. so.
1: <laughs> yeah. we also gave them a twenty twenty four second round.
0: If that's just uh, a, that's that's your as pick, right?
1: Yeah, that's our pick. Just second round pick. period, yeah, no conditions. Which I mean, a first and a second for a uh, a second line center who put who is defensively minded can play in all situations and in a full season would put around forty five maybe fifty points <laughs> if you were to improve a little bit. Like a 40 50 point player at that contract like first and second it's not bad
0: no it's not terrible i mean yeah i'm sure how what's his contract right now what did you say
1: uh his contract is four years for the next four years it'll be 4.45 are
0: you guys under um, the cap ceiling right now or
1: uh currently we are over the cap about 6.7 million dollars which sounds Wait, like a lot But
0: day one you oh, can put yeah? weber on ltir
1: Exactly. So because of we are six point seven million dollars over, but we're going to be in the same situation as Tampa was, and you know, perhaps fans, Montreal, Montreal, and Tampa. He would
0: love that. That team. was a fun
1: time. Love that uh, team. But yeah, what's seems trying to do? Shea Weber will be on, uh due to his injuries, love Nikita Kucherov. Them, yeah, I wish we could get a player as good as Nikita Kucherov. Uh, oh,
0: buddy come I'm going right
1: for the playoffs. Though I don't know that whether uh the Moncho he feel returned to hockey.
0: No, I, think, Leber, know, I think he's yeah. done. I think that I think yeah. that's it. I think his career is over. Yeah uh, we know
1: we're... we know for a fact he's done for the season. I I really don't see him going back honestly. I mean we don't we don't know for sure but it, yeah. It, yeah, we it's don't hard know. to see him come back to play. like that for a player like that with his playstyle and his career God, that's that'd be tough to come back from.
0: And especially yeah, come,
1: come back from and beat City.
0: We don't know. Yeah, we don't know his career, but you know, it, I, I mean, I'm more curious to hear your opinion. What do you think of not having a captain this year?
1: I mean, the Montreal Canadiens have always had solid leadership in guys like Price and Gallagher. So even if we don't have a guy wearing the C necessarily, we still have uh, assistants. We don't know if they've changed. As far as know, it's still Byron and Gallagher um, but so, I mean the leadership on my team is not, nothing that we, I'm worried about.
0: Do you think uh, they're going to give Petrie the other one?
1: I think if they were to put a third A out or maybe have four steps, about four alternates or three, and swap them around I think Jeff Petrie would be one of the guys um, as for the other one I don't really know I mean, it depends on who steps up Yeah, I could definitely see somebody like Thomas, or not Thomas, or Got rid of him, but uh, Thomas, uh, yeah, uh, Tyler Foley. Sorry, the other GT Tyler Foley, or even I could maybe see uh, Nick Suzuki maybe stepping up.
0: He'd have to step up big, yeah, he
1: has to step up big, but like he's the number one center for the future, he's the kind of guy you look to, yeah. And I,
0: I mean, from what I've seen, he's still
1: young, yes, very, very young, but I don't know, I think just the way he plays and the way he seems to act. It does kind of seem like leadership game. Right? Maybe not now, but probably down in the future I see.
0: Oh yeah, def- definitely in the future. Well let's let's yeah. take a look at the stat comparisons between the four after cock and Yammy here. Yeah. Uh well <sighs> I would say Carolina's definitely getting more of a raw player. <clears throat> in yes. the sense of that Absolutely. he's not he's not as proven it looks like he's showing signs of regression. I don't think he's. I don't want to say I don't think he's regressing. I don't. I. I don't think he is. I think he's just had a bad string of luck. Like yeah, I mean, you guys. Uh, you yeah, you scratched him in game hits. one of the playoffs.
1: We did, but you gotta remember he came into the playoffs after it was a good playoff. Later in the playoffs, one game six, rushing the least. Um solid a couple rounds, and we we saw some scratching. Uh, saw him scratched later against Tampa, we would lost three games, something had to change. You know, why not? Um, but what I will say about Kakiyomi, uh, his though the points may not show, his play has improved. He's more defensively reliable. He is still learning. Uh, he's got the pieces. He's got the vision. He's got the hockey IQ. He's got all of the things you need to be a good center in this league. It's just a matter of can he put it together and can he prove certain things but mainly the thing he needs to improve the most is shot rates. he has a great shot but it's so slow if his shot were any faster he'd be a, he'd be a deadly sniper. He, I swear he could
0: who? Kockaneri?
1: yeah absolutely his shot second to Caulfield the only problem is it's so slow it doesn't matter
0: I also I, I've, al- uh, I've always saw him as more of a playmaker anyway than a goal scorer but then I guess I looked at his playoff stats and he had five yeah. goals but yeah. I mean, right. yeah, but if when you compare him to someone like Dvorak, right? I mean, Dvorak's career, yeah. he's like a 15 to 20 goal guy. Uh, yeah. I Dvorak mean, Dvorak is a
1: much different player.
0: No, that's um, the thing. He's more, and that, you know, last year, the only thing that scares me about him is, I mean, I know he was on Arizona, but he was minus 11. I know he's, and he was putting up points, you know, on a pace. Yeah. That's like, what, a 50 like, ish point pace?
1: Uh, I believe it's like a 45 point pace, 50. So. Um, But yeah, I think minus 11, plus minus, not the greatest step. We all know it. it's like, how reliable is it? Uh, And again, Arizona. But it's hard to say. Anything can happen there. Plus minus really does. They just don't have the system for it. Um, Though in my, here's what I will say. In my mind, Dvorak is not the replacement for Kraken. Dvorak is our replacement for Phil. Mm. In a in Arizona, Dvorak plays power play minutes, plays penalty kill minutes. He's the guy you put in when you need to, to win a face-off. And to me, that sounds a lot more like those game than Kaki's.
0: I mean, we'll get into the lines we go to when we do yeah. the Atlantic Division, but I am curious. So are you saying that you think that Nick is going to play line one, or do you think Dvorak's going to be line one?
1: Uh, I still think Nick Suzuki be line one uh, with new coach, Charm. Is that summer to figure out his plan? I think we're going to see a much more offensively much more team, or at least I hope we do. Uh, we certainly have the players for it now, and it's a long
0: The The is funny though, because you know I I thought he was coaching for his cur or for his job, in a yeah, when that we were in the Leafs series, but I mean, and then he I mean he won that series. I don't think the Habs won. I think the Leafs choked. But you know, is yeah. what it is.
1: Uh, but, I mean, even then he still beat Winnipeg. He still beats Vegas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Do you want to? You want
1: to? Yeah. Let's move on.
0: Let's um, get let's get into our predictions here. So, we're gonna be doing two Olympic predictions this video. We each did our own team uh, on Cat Friendly. Uh, shout out to Cat Friendly. You know, love yeah. love that website. Great. Um, site. Absolutely. So we're gonna start off today with Finland and Sweden. I think Finland's the first team. So. Uh, yeah as you guys all know especially since i just said uh the nhl is allowing players to participate in the 2022 beijing winter olympics this year let's go canada finally stands a chance <laughs> yep. so yeah we're gonna start off with team finland here and i believe this is the team i assembled yes it is right. so uh as you can see it's kind, you know it's a little all over the place i also forgot that you could add an additional forward i thought that it was uh uh, two one for it. I guess you can bring two. So that would yeah. be something that I would have to add. But, you know, there's going to probably be some standout young finish player this year. There could be that just could fill that spot. Or, you know, I could have been missing someone completely. But I think that I, I think line A, you know, he's going to play on line one with Byrkoff and Ranton And I think that's just dirty. Uh, And then, uh, you know, uh, you know, I have... Yeah, what?
1: Oh sorry, continue. I was
0: just I was just gonna say Aho and tara Vinan on the same line. I think that chemistry will help them out a little bit when they're out there playing together because they play together on yeah. a normal basis anyways. Uh yeah. you know, other than that, the forwards are kind of just like they don't have a lot of standouts other than like there's like five or six forwards on this team where it's like these guys are like practically superstars. And mm-hmm. then you know, like Joel Armia. All right, no, no offense to them. Joel Amir, Atari Leckin, and Eric Hallak, Kasperi Captain, Jonas Donskoy, and Mikael Granlin. Not really the superstars, but they are good depth pieces to have on this team. Yeah. Very uh, solid
1: depth players. Good of minds.
0: On the defensive side, I have uh, Marcus Nuvera. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. That was a guess. Nuvera. Uh, Nuvera, cool. Rasmus Pristolein, Uh I have uh, Linden playing with Heis- with Heiskanen, because I think that that, they, I'm pretty sure they play together on a normal, when they play on Dallas, so, and plus their teammates anyways, so they have that chemistry, and then I have Oli Mata, uh, and Sammy Vatanen uh, there, I think that Yokoharu might kick Mata out, I think it's just going to depend on play style and how Mata and Yokoharu actually play this year, but I do yeah. think that Yokoharu is kind of, you know, playing with an arm tie behind his back because he's on Buffalo. Uh, but the yeah. goal, the goalies I ended up going with, actually, are anti Ranta, UC Saros, and capo Kakaninen. Okay. You know, uh, not... Yeah. I was going to say... I mean, it's a solid roster. It is. And, you know, Ranta could be there. Ranta could not be there. It really depends. Ranta yeah. gets hurt a lot. If he stays healthy, I think he could definitely make it because you look at his stats and mm-hmm. they're gross. But you yeah, know yeah, there are absolutely. there are some finished players that I left out and we don't have a very good sample size from Capo, but in the games he did play he played out his mind. Mm. So I think it could work out for him. But here we'll go we'll go now to uh Ryan's team here. you want you wanna read it off or do you want me to?
1: Okay. Oh yeah. I, I didn't even know she switched it. Um yeah, I mean we'll just know, know some of the big differences. Uh, I have hints playing on uh, the third line with Greenland and Armia. Uh, our top six, I think, is basically the same I've gone, but moving up, I didn't put uh, the national forward that you had. Uh, the one I don't remember his name.
0: Um, uh, Tol- Tolvin?
1: Tolvin Island? Yeah. Tolvin. Uh, I didn't even put him on the team. I might just slipped my mind. Uh, but yeah, you know, Armia, Lekinen, I think Kapokaka will make this team uh, even just as an extra... Just, I, think he, so I think.
0: I was no, gonna so say. I, I think. He, I think he has to step up big this year. I think this is gonna be a big proving year right. for Cabo. Yeah, I think Capo. I, Capo Kako. You're, we're all,
1: once we get to the Metro, you see. I think there's gonna be a lot. of New York Rangers players that are gonna have to step up. and yeah. Take this team to the playoff contender. Absolutely. Um, but as for you know this team, I, you know, it's pretty solid. Uh, both have Barkov and Ajo right down the middle. Schools we put there?
0: Yeah. Uh, all of our centers I, are all the same. I noticed.
1: Yeah, they are. I, I threw a cockyemi on there, uh, just because I know if you're going to take another forward, you might as well. I think he's right on the cusp. If he steps up in uh, Carolina this year, he might even be hollow for a starting position on this team.
0: He would be um, my he'd be my other player if I was at, yeah. if I added the 14th, he'd be the other guy. Okay. Um,
1: as for defense, uh, more or less looks the same. Uh, little positions messed mess, around. I think Highskin he- will be their number one defenseman. Uh, him and Lindell yeah. will take those minutes Ristolain and Mata will uh, play second line minutes um, as for goaltending I think Saras will be the starter I think I think you take Saras as a starter and don't look back I mean right at the end of the year with Nashville he turned that team around so he carry that team right till the end
0: and uh, I mean the only thing the only thing I'll say is I don't know if Tuka Rask is going to actually be back playing by the point when yeah, the yeah. Olympic starts
1: that's the thing. We don't know if Ras will be back. If Ras doesn't come back, it's the obvious choice. Um But other than that, Corpusalo, another great player when it matters, Corpusalo really shows up. Uh Columbus didn't have the greatest year this year, but like bubble or in the bubble last year. God, he was something else. Josh, I don't, I, I know I, I don't right
0: look, player. man, I don't want nightmares of Jonas Corpusala. Like goalies give me nightmares, man. David Ayres, yeah. Giannis Corposalo, Elvis Leekins. like, <laughs> I, the other thing I'll say is, we both picked uh, different spare defensemen, interestingly enough. You went with the yeah. Calgary, with, with the young kid from Calgary, I went with the younger guy mm-hmm. from uh, Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think that that last defensive spot is probably up in the air. It's going to come down to who, yeah. who's the standout player, the standout yeah, defenseman this year. Like, I mean, like and that's the thing. Like, These rosters, obviously, are just our predictions. They can be drastically different. There could be random guys that we don't even know about yet who could just step up this year and just be absolute nuts. So, well, uh, we'll move on from Finland here, and let's move on to the Swedish team. Sweden. Uh, So, again, I think this first one here... Yeah, the first team is mine. So, I have Landeskog playing with Backstrom and Nylander. Uh, I then have Forsberg playing with Pedersen and Victor Ulfsen. Then I have uh Ardvitsen playing with Zabinajad and Hornquist. And then I have Lindholm playing with Backlund and Raquel. And I have Marcus Johansson as my spare forward. Uh Hedman and Eric Carlson. Carlson may not be that guy anymore. I don't know. I yeah. still think I still think he's a good player. I think he'll make this team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think he'll be I don't think he'll be the number one guy on the right side it'll probably be Klingberg. But then I have uh Ekholm playing with Klingberg and OEL playing with uh Adam Larson. OEL's not that not the same player anymore either. I think that um oh Jacob Chicherin I think he was holding that line together last year. Yeah. But you know it it is what it is. OEL is still a great Swedish defenseman and then Hampus Lindholm is the spare guy. I mean Lindholm's a good enough player where he could probably push for that spot. It's, yeah, just gonna come down, it's just going to come down to it. And then goalies, you know, there's only three really good Swedish goalies in the NHL right now. So yeah. Robin Leonard, Jacob Markstrom, and Linus Allmark. And I honestly think this. I may have Leonard as a starter. I didn't really, I just put the three goalies there. I don't know who's going to be starting. Linus Allmark had a really good year last year playing on Buffalo. His stats were solid. And he's playing on That's Boston boring. now. Like he could come out this year and just light up the league. Like yeah,
1: I'm, gets, I'm interested to see what Elias Lomar does this year. Though,
0: I wanted that's, I, that's I, I that's want a Leafs to sign Linus Lomar. I wanted the least to sign Lomar. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not mad that we it got, got Peter Mrazek, but like...
1: Lomar would have been solid choice, yeah.
0: I wanted an Lomar. I wanted him to trade for Lomar last year. Yeah. But no, we go with Dave Rich. <laughs> Alright, uh, so yeah, that's my team here. Let's get your comparison. Uh, so what do you got cooking here? All right,
1: uh, much the same. Uh, you have what? Elias Lindholm on the fourth line. I have Lindholm is a great player. Hmm. Um, really solid work from him. So I'm excited to see what they can do. Uh, down the center, it's more or less the same. I have Eric there. Yeah. Uh, Joel Erikssonen. Yeah. He was a Selfie finalist this year. He, he's a guy you could put out there and just let him play defense. Kind of just let him take over and do his thing. Yeah. Um other than that, Burkovski's on this team. Uh yeah, you know, Avalanche's been great. He was good in Washington, he was great here. I think he'll do great in this team. Uh especially with the Spanish like, Zabanjad's especially an absolute all star. Uh, but yeah.
0: I think that uh, my my other spare guy, because again I didn't add a spare for it. I honestly think it's probably a toss up between Carlson and Erickson.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the other guy, Carlson, another uh, great player. I mean, he hasn't been the same players that he was since the inaugural season. Wow. In Vegas. Okay.
0: But, yeah, you're not gonna. Right. You get you get a guy who scores forty goals once. I'm pretty sure he used every bag in the, or every trick in his bag that year. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't blame him, especially he's, getting, he's playing reduced minutes. He's playing oh yeah. Second. So they have Stone and uh, Patrick on top line. They don't want to mix up the OG line they had. Uh, so yeah, no, I think he's still a solid player. I don't know if he'd be the star center, but he maybe they put him all the way down. Uh, on
0: Wiggab. Our defense. is also a little different here.
1: It is a little different. Um, I have had OEL as their extra player. just mm-hmm. If nothing else is there, just because the it's OEL. You know. mm-hmm. uh, Eric Carlson, I still on the second pair. Uh, I think even he might even push down to the third. I don't know. Um you're Sporting there, he's a pretty solid player, but I don't know. If Eric, if Eric Carlson can do what he needs to do and play, like, power play minutes, and yeah. just do his thing, yeah, that's a solid player you got there. Uh, the other big difference is Rasmus Dallin. I am expecting a good year from Rasmus even though he's in Buffalo.
0: See, we both have differing opinions on Dalian I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll get really into it when we get to Buffalo, but I... I don't think Darlene, with the amount of coat with the coaching he's had so far, I don't think he's good enough to play in the Olympics. That's just my yeah. that's my that's a ho- my hot take on that. I just I don't I don't see it yet. Maybe if he has a breakout year this year, he'll be ready. But I I think if you threw him on the ice with these guys right now, he would be the guy that you're just like, why is he there? I don't disagree
1: that right now he's still not as good as the guys around him. Yeah, I think you take him, put him on this team, give him the coaching, give him the everything he needs to play on the international team. Because five, ten years from now, Rasmus Deling is going to be your number one defenseman for Sweden. Mm-hmm. He's going to be your top guy. So I think you take him now, get him ready, have him ready to go when it comes time. Actually, well, you don't want to be five, ten years down the line and not have Dell ready to play with Deling. Well, no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm,
0: do. I agree with you there. But let's, uh, I mean... You know, we're, we're only going to go through the top five-ish kind of teams we think are going to be in the Olympics, that being uh, Sweden, Finland, Russia, America, and Canada. So mm. I think the next episode, we're probably going to do Russia and America, and then we'll save Canada for the last episode because I think we're going to end up doing Canada A and Canada B just to show how good Canadian hockey players are. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from the Olympics, let's get into the Pacific Division here a little bit.
1: So All right, let's a, get into
0: it. There is a change in the Pacific Division this year. There is, yeah. We see Arizona moving to the Central, and we bring in Seattle. Yep. I think that you know, I, I'm not gonna say this that makes this division stronger. I still think this is probably the weakest division in the NHL. Yeah, it,
1: it kind of has to be.
0: Like, uh, you know, three. I. Okay. I was just gonna say three out of the eight teams, even maybe even four of them, the rebuilding teams. The California yeah. teams in Seattle, I'm pretty sure, are rebuilding ish. I think Seattle is better than those three teams: Sharks, Kings, and the Ducks.
1: I think their are active teams, are. I think, you know, Seattle doesn't have the prospects they do. though.
0: no, which,
1: I think I think LA will have a good year. Um, we'll see once we get to the lineups. but yeah, they a lot of young guys. Well,
0: well, well, we'll take a look here. So the first team we're gonna go through here is the Ducks. So the Ducks players that are out this year. There's not really that many notable guys. Uh, I think that Danton Heinen might have played a little bit of time for them last year. I recognize that name for some reason. I think David Backus was an LTIR guy. I don't think he played much last year, and if he did, it was in the AHL. Yeah. And Ryan uh, Miller Ryan Miller was a was their backup. Yeah, because he yeah. would have been to, to uh, John Gibson. Guys they're bringing in this year, I'll be honest with you, Ryan, I don't recognize any of these names. Josh,
1: you just switched likes, I See it
0: there. On my screen. Uh yeah, one second. Thank you very much. Me and Ryan will get All better right. at this as we go, just just yeah. saying. Uh so yeah, I don't recognize any of these names going out. Backus Miller and Heiner, and don't going out. Or sorry, go I mean the players going in. I recognized I you know, those guys. But Trevor Pepper Trevor Zergus. Zergus. I don't recognize that Pepper name. Zegers.
1: He is a caller finalist, top really? prospect you're you're seeing coming in right now. Absolutely. Was he a draft pick? He uh, was drafted a couple years ago, but like this is a kid.
0: Okay, fair One enough. Of the best
1: prospects in the NHL.
0: Look, I don't know. Think we have very many fans, but if there's any Duck fans out there, sorry if I insulted your player. Don't recognize his name. Do you know anything about this Cody Curran guy? Uh,
1: no, not as far as I know. It's not a huge prospect. Maybe Ducks Duck fans probably never... No. Little more than I would, but uh, yeah, no.
0: Just... Well, I mean, fair enough. We can we'll man, like we can get into uh to this uh to the Ducks lineups. So I'm the one that cr- went through the Ducks here. Me and Ryan kind of split these up. We each did four a piece. So we'll start off with the Ducks. Uh, I have, I mean, their best player last year, stats wise, was Maxine Com- Comtois. Yeah. So I think, I think Comtois is gonna end up playing with Adam Henrique and uh, Jakob Silverberg. Then we're going to see Ricard Raquel playing with Sam Steele and Troy Terry. Uh, Then I think Sonny Milano. I think Ryan Getzlev is going to take a step back this year. He might even get bumped to the fourth line at one point this year. He just doesn't have the gas in the tank for this team to win games. Uh, He's
1: getting up there in the
0: And Because you have guys like, like Max Jones. I think Max Jones could take a step forward this year. Uh, yeah. Alexander Volk, uh, Volkov. He had he only small sample size in that guy, but he was producing in the games that he did play. Uh, Derek Grant. Don't really know a lot about him. I think he's you know he's a serviceable NHL player. And then Nicholas. Uh, oh God. <laughs> DeSaunders. That's DeLaurier. Wow. Okay. Hell. Yeah. I uh, sorry. I botched it. Uh, <laughs> And then they got Buddy Robinson, who has kind of been a... He's kind, I want to say he's an AHL lifer, but I don't know a lot about him. I know he was yeah. a... He came from Ottawa, but it's other than silent. that... Yeah, and then Isaac uh, Lundstrom, a, kind of a prospect guy, kind of a working, like a something that they got to work on, I guess. He's yeah, pretty raw. Project, but, yeah, a
1: bit of a project, but
0: definitely a... Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. you know, defensively, I don't hate this team's defense. No, it's pretty solid defense, honestly. Cam Fowler, Josh Mason, Havis Lindholm, Kevin Shattenkirk, uh, Jacob Larson, and Jamie Drysdale. I think Drysdale yeah. makes his team this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, not only do I think Drysdale makes his team, I think you probably didn't see him above a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk.
0: I was, the only thing is I put Kevin Shattenkirk there because he was the leading defensive uh, point gutter last year, surprisingly. Was he enough. really? Yeah, oh, surprisingly enough. Supposed- and then... Uh, so I just, you know, goalies here, John Gibson. Yeah, obviously. And uh, one Anthony, of best, one of the best goal players in the world. Yeah, who, their backup, Anthony. Who? No kidding. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, but like yours. you'll see it. For, you'll see it for ten games.
0: Yeah, he'll. And I'm he'll go, oh my
1: God, don't run your goalie for seventy plus games. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs>
0: he'll he'll get he'll get his games. He'll he will get yeah, in there for okay. a couple. I mean, like I. Do I think this team is going to improve over last year? Yes. Do yeah. I think it's going to be drastic? No. They have to have guys like Maxime Comtois and Max Jones, and they they have to step up. And Sam Steele. Sam Steele's really got to step up this yeah. year. This has to be like a proving year for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the you other know, if... you
1: don't have here is Trevor Zikas, uh, who I think should have an immediate impact. I don't think it'll be enough to carry them out of the basement, but
0: yeah, it'll still be solid. So you fire. think you'll know, make this lineup though?
1: Absolutely. I think he uh, maybe he plays third, third line center minutes. Maybe he's, maybe line. I don't fair know. Fair enough. I, th- I, mean, I think he's definitely a player in this
0: team. Well, let's, you know, if we have guys like that step up, you know, I think this defense is better than most of the defensive lineups in this division. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think their goalie is, you know, there's eight teams in this division. I think he's top three.
1: I think he might be the best. Goaltender in the division. The
0: only one I had fight for was Robin Leonard.
1: Yeah, it's him and Leonard at, at top.
0: Yeah, and yeah. so I mean, like I think that the, you know we'll, we'll go over where we think these teams are going to finish here at the end. But you know, I honestly think this team could push for a wild card in uh, this division. I
1: don't, I don't think we're there yet. I mean, I don't think Cedric's gonna take any wild card positions. Yeah, maybe, maybe one of the Canadian teams might. I, I really doubt it calgary I, I don't
0: know i mean um, we'll, we'll see calgary in a second here yeah, we'll, I, we'll get there i don't know i think this team can stop the puck they might not be able to put up as many points like goals wise as the other teams but i think they can keep the puck in yeah, no. the
1: net i well, think you're gonna the problem is i think you're gonna see a lot of, like one or two nothing losses cause... well i'm like,
0: not Xavier's yeah a
1: good player but i don't know
0: i don't disagree with you on that all right uh, so, what do so...
1: Have, who do we have next
0: we're on to the Flames here actually. So the yeah. Flames guys they're losing this year. Or the guy yeah, the guys will start there. Uh Nikita Nesterov, don't really know a lot about that guy. Josh Lievo. Why is he listed as a D? Is he not a D? No, he's a forward. No. Nope. <laughs> Unless there's two Josh Lievos. Anyways, uh Josh Lievo kind of a He's probably an AHL lifer fourth line guy. He's a solid. You can put him there. You know he's you know he's gonna be solid, but Mark Stone Pretty solid NHL defenseman in the top six. Uh, Derek uh, Ryan Derek, he got uh, I'm pretty sure he got traded to Edmonton because I know he's on the Edmonton lineup. We saw Dave Riddish get traded into Toronto, and then yeah. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's under contract anymore right now unless he had longer than a one year deal, but I don't think the Leafs would have taken it. Yeah. Uh, uh we sure saw yeah. Mark Giordano get taken in the expansion draft, and uh, Jakob Nordstrom. Giordano is
1: the biggest loss
0: for this game. Uh, oh, the, other guys,
1: the other guys, I don't think are any big worry.
0: It's their captain. Uh, Did they yeah, name a but, captain yet, or?
1: Uh, I don't believe so. No.
0: Fair enough. Uh, so Ryan was the one that put together the Calgary lineup here. Yep. What do you What do you uh, got? So
1: we got Jude, Goudreau, Lindholm, and Duck. I think Lindholm. Uh, pushes and takes the top line center minutes this uh, team like Sean, like something needs to change you know if you don't want to do a trade he makes up the minutes a bit Lindholm I think is a guy that has potential for it, it Was a good offensive game which is good for good drunk Chuck uh, and then the second line you let Sean of still be his solid boring self um, but you have to play Coleman too. And Blake Coleman's a great player absolutely one of the most maybe one of the most underrated players Like underrated, like top six, not a star player kind of kind of area. I think Uh, he very good.
0: I think he can fill a lot of minutes on like because I'm pretty sure he's a versatile player who can play penalty kill and power play if you need him to.
1: He's the guy you can play in all situations. Absolutely.
0: I don't know how good of how many points he'll produce on this line, but I don't hate this line. Yeah, Uh, Uh, I mean
1: you get Dylan Dubé there too. He's you know young guy, got some things to
0: figure out, but I feel like young guy for. You know, I know we're not done going through this, but for this team to succeed this year, they need, A, they need to figure out the top line. Johnny Goudreau needs to figure it out. Yeah. He, he had a rough year last year. Sean yeah. Monaghan's going to have to center the second line and get it. Like, get it. Yeah. Play yeah. play I mean, with Blake I mean, Coleman, figure it out. And if Dylan Duve steps up, I mean, if Duve scores 20 goals, that's a, that's a great year for him. Yeah, it is. So I'll i let you continue here. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. After that, you have uh, Andrew Manji and Michael Backlund. Solid third line. Backlund's pretty good center. Yeah, that it's,
0: yeah, uh, it's, it's a good. it's a great third line center.
1: Yeah. Uh, after that, you get Lucic, God, and Richie Brett right, Richie. You're not gonna see much of them. Now. Uh, you know, Milan Lucic God that cap. It's gotta be rough. Uh, you only get two more years on it, but damn, that, that's rough for you.
0: I mean, we thought, uh, I just want to say this, we thought Seattle would make a lot more moves after the expansion draft. The only yeah. two that they really made was moving Tyler Pitlick, surprisingly enough. Yeah. uh, no. I, You know, I don't know a lot about this guy, but I'm pretty sure, from what I've heard, he's solid. He's a solid NHL guy. Yeah, yeah solid NHL
1: guy. Not anywhere near a star. But no, no, absolutely
0: team. not. But he's a solid third-line player to be playing with the who I probably think is... The best third line center in this division.
1: Uh, he's definitely up there for sure. I mean, you don't see a lot of great center depths in this division for the most part, other than this end. You'll see uh, when we get to LA, analysis,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, interesting pieces there, but um, yeah, no, this is all This four group, you get some good top end depth is pretty good. Uh, you know, not the best, not the worst, definitely. Uh, on defense, though, so you have Noah Hanifin, Erasmus Anderson, Nikita Zadorov. Sadorov, Chris Tanev, Isol uh, Valamaki, Andy Wilensky, and Oliver Gillette. This defense is okay. Noah Haffin, uh needs to break out a little more. Rosman Sanderson, same deal, maybe not as much. Noah Hanfman is still the guy that needs to step. He was one of the pieces they got back for and had a function one uh, Norris, right? So. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, there's a lot a lot to you have to see there. Uh and then that you've got Mark Jim. Kevin Dubnik, I don't believe is signed by them, but their secondary goal their goal back I don't think they have a solid choice unless they grab one of their younger guys. So if you're looking for just somebody who can play a few games and do the job well enough, Duben's probably messed better.
0: Yeah, and I mean I I think he I don't know if he'll take League Men and I don't know what Calgary's cap situation look like off the top of my head, but You know, he he's a service he'd be a serviceable backup for this team. Like and I Markstrom I did he didn't he struggle a little bit last year, it seemed like? Uh Markstrom's
1: I mean, it wasn't terrible, I don't think. We up all the stats here. Uh nine oh four, two six eight, forty three. It's not it's not bad. No. It's not the guy you saw before. like nine one eight.
0: Well, I think that the biggest the biggest problem with this team is, you know, it's their forwards struggled last year, putting the puck in the net. Issue number one. Mm-hmm. Issue number two is their defensive core is not the strongest in this division.
1: No, like, Ger- I- losing Jared definitely hurts.
0: I genuinely don't know. I mean, I don't know if this team pushes for playoffs. I really don't. No, like I, 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 I
1: this, these are definitely like a bottom end of the bubble team staffing. Like I don't think they'll be basement team.
0: No, I think but they'll like, like I
1: part I, I, I,
0: I think they'll be in the race. Because their division's weak, yeah. But I, because you know, I I'm not gonna spoil it, but I know two teams in this division are gonna be locked in, and then the rest of them, I was just yeah. looking at it. I I really don't know. I mean, it's like coin toss yeah. on a lot of these teams because you know one team's gonna make it, but yeah, there's
1: one guaranteed team. I think there's two teams that should make it. One's gotta figure out the caps first. Yeah, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. Do you um, think?
0: Do you think uh, they name a captain? Uh, Calgary? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know if it's time yet. Because I think, honest to God, I think the guy might be better.
0: Did you say it's a joke?
1: Yeah. Like, that's yeah, the, I'm I not... think he's the guy you build up, if you're going to
0: retool this team. I'm not going to disagree with that. I also just noticed that uh, he's in his last year.
1: Yeah. He's a uh, RFA after this year, as well as John. Yeah. Now, and I said uh Kachuk might be the captain. Scott Monahan's also not running. Uh Monahan actually wears an A right now. So I Monahan takes takes a C and Kachuk takes uh, an A. I, mean, and I the think the interesting thing is Kajuk's not up. So I don't know what you do there.
0: I think it will depend on a couple of different things, but yeah. we'll we'll yeah. find we'll move on to the Oilers here. Yeah. So we'll uh look at the Oilers. We'll we'll start with their with their outs first. Uh, yeah. Alex Chanson, Ch- Chason Chase Chasson Ch- Chasson Chasson. Yeah, you you can, you can say it a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, um, it's kind of a decent loss for them. I'm pretty sure he logged a lot of minutes for them last year. Not really the biggest yeah. point guy, but again, kind of a solid player. Uh, Tyler Ennis, you know, he's a he's. Been that guy who always yeah. he, he always finds his way onto a team, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Salt uh, salt
1: depth base never never used. To.
0: Gaten um, Hayes, I don't really know a lot about him. Yeah. If you do.
1: Yeah. A few of these guys are. uh the rest of these guys are mostly no names except for James Neal. Well, uh, James Neal unfortunately just didn't work out in Edmonton. Uh, the other I'm guy's gonna, not really I'm sure. I'm
0: sure. I'm gonna butcher yeah. this. Uh, Kahari, yeah. I think I'll say you pronounce that. I'm not really sure. He uh, no. he he's he played decent last year in the games he played in the small samples as we got. So I wouldn't be surprised if he got he got a shot on another team. The other one I yeah. noticed that's not in this list that got moved is uh, wasn't Ethan Bear? He was moved. I I can't believe I missed that. I think it might yes.
1: have been there were a few players I just left out before the deadline. Tried yeah. to only keep players over there at the end of the season. But so yeah, uh, e- actually Ethan I, think Bear, I say that. Ethan Bear wasn't moved. Yeah. Ethan
0: that's, Bear yeah, my bad. Ethan Bear out. Uh old so Britton will bring in the notable ends. Zach Hyman. I'm gonna yeah. miss that guy. I'm gonna say it's it wonderful. now. He uh Zach Hyman's a a great player, but I will say I I don't like the contract. He yeah, signed the same exa- contract. He signed the I mean, same contract that Lucic did. The exact same. Years term, yeah. like or years of yeah. money, it's the same thing. Warren Fogel's a solid pickup though. Yeah. For uh, Ethan... Go back
1: to Hyman go back to Hyman for a second You say it's the same as Lucic. I think Hyman's game will transfer a little bit better. You know, it will age a little bit better than Lucic did. It's uh I think that Hyman might also want it more. That might just be the fact that I hate Lucic, but no. I but I think I think I will do better than Lucic did.
0: I think his game's gonna age poorly. Really? I'll, I'll straight up say it. I think I think Hyman's game is gonna age poorly. You know, I might end up eating my words on that, but I genuinely think his game is gonna age poorly. Okay. Uh, then we got uh, De- uh Ryan, De- Derek De- uh, English, Derek Ryan, who they yep. acquired from Calgary. Uh, again, yep. not super notable, yeah. but is a Just good a player. a yeah. Decent
1: depth piece, as is Brandon Berlini. Yeah. Another good depth piece. The other big pass that they brought in is- yeah. wild. Yeah, I
0: I don't hate the move, but I don't shot. love it.
1: I honestly No, I, hate it. I <laughs> tried Ethan Bear for a 38-year-old, 37-year-old. Is
0: it, is
1: yeah. It, yeah. 38-year-old player.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh I don't see why. What's what's your benefit? Are you trying to win now? Why? You don't have the roster to win. So, well, I, I, don't, I just don't understand.
0: I think that they do have, like, they have a lot of good pieces. Yeah. And I think that if the Oilers are going, like, they're probably going to make another run this year. Like. Yeah. I mean. I think and, I mean, it's probably one of the my three teams. The season, so, it's okay. so, the Oilers right now, when I, because I put this lineup together, I ended up deciding, because they, they, their notable RFA that isn't signed right now is Kayla Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. I like Kaeli Yamamoto. I believe, and this might be a hot take, uh, Miko Koskinen isn't going to start the year on Edmonton. I think Edmonton's going to make a trade, and I believe that trade is going to happen with Buffalo. I think that they're going to end up trading uh, Miko Koskinen to Buffalo for a fourth round pick, uh, and it's going to be there's going to be a condition with that with that pick, and if. Koskinen were to play more than 50% of the games, that pick becomes a third. I think that Edmonton can take that fourth, which could be a third, and uh, take their second round pick for this year, and go to Seattle and ask for Joey Decord. Which saves them four-ish million dollars in cap space this year. The reason that I think that Buffalo would be inclined to do this is because Buffalo has to hit the cap floor. They're under the floor right now. They're only under yeah. it by a few million dollars, but at the end of the day, there's still potential. I mean, Rasmus Dahlin isn't signed. Someone could offer sheet him, and it could put Buffalo in a tough spot. So I think that I think this trade is good for Edmonton, because Edmonton gets the young goalie they need, who can play backup this year behind Mike Smith. And you know they they need someone like they're... yeah, some someone needs to
1: play there, but I mean Alex Stalock is still there.
0: Yeah, Stela could be the backup. I just, you know, they they gotta save money because they need to bring Yamamoto back. He's a big piece of this this offense. Yeah, he is. And so we'll we'll get into it. I here's what I got. So Zach Hyman's gonna play with Connor McDavid. I don't think there's any really doubt that that's gonna happen. I think Hyman is going to play first line minutes. He played first line minutes yeah. on the Leafs with Matthews, and I think that that winger's gonna play with them is I think it's gonna be Pooley Harvey. You think
1: what Harvey comes back? Okay.
0: I I well, you is signed right now. Do you mean like come yeah. back to the NHL?
1: I I, I mean, come back to with dance
0: Oh yeah, I th- I think so. I think we'll see it starting off the year at least. Uh, okay. so I also think that I I did I was able to make money moves, you know, as one does, and yeah. I was able to sign Kelly Yamamoto. I think Yamamoto is going to take a three-year three no not three-year three million dollar deal over two. It'd be a bridge deal, but for the money they yeah. have right now, I think that that's what they need to do with this situation. So then I would think that the Nuge is going to move to the wing this year and play on the second line with Dryside and Liam and I think that's a solid line. I really do, because if you know, if shit hits the fan with Puliyarvi, you can always just go, yeah. okay, Dryside, you're playing on line one. Nuge move to the middle. Puliyarvi move down. Yeah.
1: No, so they, they have that the, the flexibility that flexibility.
0: Yeah, now they have the flexibility. Last year, they really didn't. You know, they were a one-line yeah. team. And yeah. they could still be a one-line team, but I think that this, like, bringing in Hyman and being yeah. able to sign Yamoto, him being in year two, I think that helps this team, yeah. especially, like...
1: Looking... That top six looks... That looks like a cup contender.
0: Yeah. And I honestly... I like their bottom six, too. I like their depth pieces this year. Warren Fogle is a great... Is
1: great. I think these are solid depth pieces a little overpaid, and not quite good. But win a cup, if you're going to be a contender, your third line needs to be better. Vogel's a good piece, but you need to be better than Devin Short and Zach Cassian
0: third. I don't know if you... I, I don't know, because I don't mind Zach Cassian playing third-line minutes on this team. The, to me, the one that's kind of unproven is Devin Short, and, that you know, I I think he's better than Kyle Turris playing on the third line. Yeah, I'll give you that. And But... <sighs> It's tough because Cal could also, you know, going to the fourth line, Kyle Turris could get moved to the wing or off this team completely. And Derek Ryan could slide into that, to that spot. Yeah. Uh, but Tyler Benson, I don't know if you know a lot about this guy. Every league he's gone to, he is produced. Last year, he had 36 points in 38 games in the AHL. So, okay. I definitely think he could push for this team. The only thing is, I've heard from Oilers fans in the past that there's some kind of turmoil between him and this team, which is surprising because he's from Alberta. But it's it almost seems like the Oilers don't want to give this guy a shot. But That's if they if they do give him a shot, I mean, he could move up from the fourth line. He could end up, you know, maybe if Pugliari... Shits the bed, maybe he's the guy that goes up there and tries you try him with McDavid. Someone someone's gotta work on McDavid's wing. There should be a guy yeah. that's not Leon Dreisaitl, not named Leon Dreisaitl who can go up there and score thirty points, thirty goals at least.
1: Yeah. I mean you know, really all you need what to me what the guy that Carmen needs, he needs the Alex Burroughs to uh the Sabines
0: Put your stick on the ice. Somebody
1: somebody can go to the net, put their stick on the ice and trust that Carmen McDave will be.
0: My hot like that's take, what you do. because I love yeah. Zach Hyman, but I hate the contract. Zach Hyman will play; will have the worst statistical point wise year that he'll ever had. Ever had his plus minus might be higher, but I think points wise, this will be the worst year he's had. Well, you
1: think Zach in the Hyman's past had the worst points
0: in the past three years?
1: You think Zach Hyman is gonna have the worst season he's had three years playing a car in Carnivale Davis? Yes. Moving on to the defense. Uh, Darnell, Nurse, Tyson, Barry, Doug Keith, Cody C.C., Austin, Cloughbomb, Evan Bouchard, and William um, you Yeah, know, that's a, not a bad defense. I mean, if, if Austin, Cloughbomb can come back and play healthy, him, Nurse, and Barry, oh, that's a solid top three defense.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like, and here's the thing, right? Like, you know, Cat Friendly does have them listed as right and left defensemen. I don't know how accurate that is. I assume it's accurate because everything on Cat Friendly seems pretty accurate. So, yeah. but if you have a left side that's Darnell Nurse, Duncan Keith, and Clef on, I know I said I hate the move for Duncan Keith, but on a on a defense like that, that's pretty deep. Yeah, like you know, Co-
1: I don't Cody like CC. Cody Cece,
0: but but to his to his uh. What it, benefit? He did play good last year on the Penguins. Yeah. Is it worth three point two? I don't think so. But it's the Oilers. Yeah. You got. You have to pay. To, you have to pay players to come play in Canada for some yeah. stupid reason. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: I mean, I think Cody Ceci. I think if you're not playing him in hard minutes, if you can play him a little bit sheltered and let him just not be the. Your, big, your name, your big big guy on defense. Mm-hmm. Let him be the depth piece. I think he'll play fine. I think three million dollars is a little month to pay for a depth piece. But if you can have, like, rumor Justin Schultz, he played terribly in Edmonton. Actually, went to Pittsburgh, played like their second pair. Suddenly, he was a
0: great defenseman. I mean, and I'll he, tell you. I'll tell like, you what I do love. Can you finish finish what you're saying. I'll I'll, I'll go here in a second.
1: I, I was basically done. Just it's just the idea of yeah some players. You just have to let them be. Don't let happen to be the start. Let them be the death piece and they will succeed.
0: Oh, yeah. I agree. But what I do love, the Tyson Berry contract.
1: Yeah. That was a surprisingly fair deal for Tyson.
0: Tyson Berry uh, got absolutely shit on by the Toronto media. Like, me. absolutely dumped on. Which I hated because, you know, I, as a Lee fan, I watched the games. And the reason Tyson Berry performed so bad is because at the beginning of the year, Mike Babcock had him playing in an uncomfortable position. He wasn't playing in the right spot. When Keefe came in, yes. he started to produce points for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And he he went on a solid pace. He played with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisett last year. Do all, didn't he lead the league defensive-wise in points?
1: Uh, I believe he, he, he was, was the yeah, in the first or second. He just 48 points in 56 games, 40 assists. He but... was the other guy you need. He was the, what was it? wasn't an Uh Alex Edler, was he the guy on defensive Vancouver with the scenes? Yeah. He needs the guy smart enough to say,
0: him and uh, Dan Hammers.
1: Dan Hammers, yeah. That was it. Yeah. He needs the guy smart enough to realize, okay, I'm fucking my stick. Carver David, go. Yeah. And then just let Carver David do his thing. Like, that's like, what you have to do. Let McDavid be your son of a
0: They have the lockdown guy. They have the lockdown guy and Darnell Nurse, who I think yep. still has more to give. I think Dar- Darnell Nurse has another level. Of play, really? Yeah, and I think this is the year he comes into it. The problem I see with this team is with the trade I made. I know I, I know that they brought in Joey DeCord, and that's not actually you know what could happen here because they still, like I said, they don't have Kelly Yamamoto signed yet. I believe this mm-hmm. is what they should do. This is my opinion. They could do something okay. completely different. It's Edmonton, but Mike Smith, you can't like this. Can't this can't be the Mike Smith experiment again? Like no, there's got Boy, you guys.
1: He plays good enough, but to what extent.
0: In the playoffs, you f- they didn't Winnipeg score like seven goals high-glove in the side? Like, the book is out on Mike Smith. It's been out for ten years.
1: Yeah, like, but you remember, you... the regular season last year, a 9-2-3 save percentage and 2-3-1 goal spins.
0: against the like, Canadians. Those teams, are good stats. I yeah. Know,
1: you're right, but that's against guys like uh, Austin Matthews, against guys like Elias Patterson, uh, as much both as... It... A little bit. But Actually, the thing is,
0: as know. much as it gives the players the opportunity to write the book on Mike Smith, it gives Mike Smith a chance to write the book on those players. And Mike Smith's older than all those guys. He's got that yeah. knowledge of how to do it. He,
1: yeah, that's the thing. Goaltenders age beautiful. They age, like, fine.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the like finest.
1: Was, what, 40 years old when you want a cup? Yeah. Like, goaltenders can play long. They can just, they're just doing it. They play less games. They can just be the guy. Right, well, let's move on to the uh, next team, though.
0: That would be the L.A. Kings. Let's All right, the L.A. Really Kings.
1: Way. This is going to be an interesting team. So they this have... might be the this might be the early push for a playoff spot because so they bring in Filton and Victor Arvidsson and Alexander and Shonduras. Well,
0: Sha- Sean was already there. He just must have signed yeah. a contract.
1: Yeah, he signed. I think this is year Shonduras actually like steps up and plays. Uh, a lot more games. I think he did play a few games.
0: Last I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if he played any. Uh, I I know some. I've heard uh, Arthur. Uh, what's that? Kaliev. I've heard that name before.
1: Kaliev. Kaliev another great prospect. As his chart got. Um, these are some great players you're bringing in. Some great young players. M. Yes.
0: And the other thing I, I noticed the about,
1: prospect. Prospect. Real we'll to step up.
0: Like the other thing I noticed about this team, is they didn't lose yeah. anybody. I mean, I guess they didn't really no. have any... Who who did you really have to lose? I mean, they could have traded someone like Drew Doughty, but... Yeah. See. I mean,
1: I think it would be surprised by Drew Dowdy. I think Drew Doughty, he's not the player he was. I think he's still a number one.
0: I mean, we can get into this in a second, but, like, I I just don't know who's going to backstop for this team.
1: Uh, I mean, Jonathan Quick is not a terrible goalie. He's still pretty good. Kyle Patterson, though. I think this is the year Kyle Patterson is a step up. He's 26, it's a contract year, this is make a ring for him. If he steps up and is is the starter, he's looking at like a $5 million deal Yeah. If not, if you're the LA Kings, you need to be starting for a goalie. Oh yeah. Goalie prospect in the draft or goalie prospect to trade for because you need somebody to start.
0: Absolutely. I think
1: Cal Patterson can do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So do you want to go Um, through the uh, lines here that you did this team? Uh
1: I did um, for your forwards you still got Kipitar, Dustin Browns to play top line. Leaf leave him to do the thing Alex Aifalo had a great year last year as did Adrian Tom Kempe um, you know solid players all around Victor Arvidsson another great player Philip Deneau Philip Deneau uh, probably know played for the Montreal Canadiens didn't put up a ton of points but defensively he might be the best pure defensively forward
0: also fun fact played for the Monkton Wildcats yeah, shout, yep. shout out shout out to the Wildcats
1: Ooh, the Wildcats uh Feltono his defense is immaculate he is the yeah. guy we sent out and said okay Matthews you're not gonna score anymore because Feltono's uh, out there uh yeah, Shifley was out but uh Mark <laughs> and
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shifley was, was out yeah but like he Donald didn't Hunter see anything Michael, <laughs>
1: Al Connor, Blake Wheeler, none of, like, all of these top players from these teams that we played, you didn't see any of their top guys scoring. And yeah. it was like, oh, they, all the players fell asleep. No, it was Phil fucking no. He showed up, he did the thing. He didn't stoosh, he didn't score. Don't get me wrong, he didn't do anything offensively. But he was basically just saying, oh, your top line? No, nah, doesn't exist. No, no more top line for you. Bottom nine. That's what you have.
0: Oh, uh, and and the C's on this team too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andreas Sarnatsiul, really great player. Uh, top the Great player. One thing I don't understand is why would you bring him in? You've got guys like Alex Turcotte and Gabe Vilar that you need to get that's so that they can get better. Why are you bringing in another center? That's kind of past his prime. You're a lot of money for a guy who's not going to produce offensively Doesn't make sense.
0: Outside Here's why. Maybe
1: LA. All right, it.
0: Uh. You know they're pro they're prospects. Every prospect's a raw player, and not every single player who gets to the NHL pans out. You right. know any of these guys, Vlardy, Turcotte, K- Kaviliev, they oh, yeah, could yeah. they could like they could peak. I mean I want yeah, yeah. uh what's that Lafalo? I forget how to pronounce that guy's name. la Lafalo. Great player. Again, player I wanted the Leafs to target last year, and it didn't get done. It is what it is. But he's a guy who can play penalty kill. He can play power play. He's oh. solid. But yep. you know, like there are players that I see in this lineup, like Carl Gunstrom. He was part of the Sean dersey trade when we got Jake Muzzin. Yep. I, I don't know if he's good if he's gonna be good enough to play in NHL. I heard he's solid, but I, I'm pretty sure I've also heard that there are like there might be some turmoil there with him and the Kings. I'm yep. not sure.
1: I I like to think uh in terms of potential, and I think if these players pan out, LA Kings, they Low key could push for a playoffs.
0: Um, like I like I said, I think that you know, like their their offense, yes, it's, it's better than the ducks. But their defense yeah. isn't.
1: You're right. Uh on defense you've still got you got Alex Edler, you got Oli Matta, uh, you know, solid players. I mean you got mm-hmm. Sean Dirse's prospect coming up. Sean Walker, Michael Anderson, Tobias buy for it. Yeah, depth players, you know. The thing is, Drew Doughty's still on this team. Yes. Drew Doughty is there's a reason he was once the one of the best goal, uh forwards or defensemen. Yeah, there eventually. One of the best defensemen in the league at one point. It's true.
0: But I don't think you can because ride him like you used to.
1: You can't ride him that like he used to, but he's still like he still puts up uh 30 to 40 points a year. He's four years removed in a 60 point season. This year he had 34 points in 56 games. Like, this is a guy who can still do it. He's still a solid defenseman, still the number one defenseman in this league. He needs to bounce back, I think. But like I think my... like this this the core is still there, the core that won you cups. Um so I, like you are missing Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter did leave at the deadline for the penguins. That's yeah, and, unfortunately... he went...
0: <laughs> and he went crazy. <laughs> he did. Let's just be honest. He, oh. went, he went nuts. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But
0: the thing that, that I'll was... say about this team, right? The top two mm-hmm. defense... I mean, I'm not super worried about it. I I don't know how solid Alex Edler is. He might even get pushed out of that spot at some point this year. Yeah. Drew Doudyne is a, so, just, he's still a solid one, I believe. But the problem mm-hmm. is, right, after Edler, maybe Ole Matta, I don't know a lot about Matt Roy. I don't think I've ever heard yeah. Sean Walker's name before, and I don't know mm-hmm. who Michael Anderson is. Yeah,
1: like that's the thing like it does kind of like you have a good top, top guy solid depth pieces that are being forced to play more minute. Like, because
0: the problem other is other depth
1: pieces just eh.
0: I see a one and then I see a bunch of fours like I see yeah, I see of, like, a lot kind of, of kind guys of, who at their um, yeah but yeah. you know you have to have guys like uh, like Sean Dersey. Sean Dersey is an RFA Michael Anderson's an RFA I don't know what they're what they're what their ceiling and what their floor is are, but they have to step up and try to play big minutes this year. Unless you're yeah. gonna have someone like Matt Roy, who I don't recognize the name, but he's a UFA making three point one, so it might be yeah. something. Like you have, he have to play yeah. solid. Yeah. And had
1: ten points in forty four
0: games this year, so I mean, not terrible. But... You have Quick and you have Cal Patterson.
1: Yeah.
0: I will the, be honest the... with you right now. I don't <laughs> like it. I I, I just really? don't like their goaltending. I really don't. Like I think I quick, quick is his a prime. Question. Yep. And I don't think we've seen enough from Cal Peterson for me to say yeah. th- to throw him the keys to the car.
1: Yeah, and, but that's the thing. We're in a situation right now where Cal Peterson. He needs to step up. He needs to be the guy. He play the uh, play up his top minutes, top games. The nice thing is though, you still have Jonathan Quick in the passenger seat, ready to step in. Now, and driving. Like, yeah, do you throw him to use the cart? No. He's still in driving school. And you have Jonathan Quick in the passenger seat with the sport on the brake. If shit hits the fan, you still have Jonathan Quick. Yeah, he but He's not sit- in his prime, but it's still Jonathan Quick, and he can still play. If you're playing Jonathan Quick 30 games, what's he going to do? Like, 30 games Jonathan Quick?
0: Quick's been, uh, been hard declining, though. I'm pretty sure his goals against has been above three in the past few years. And his save oh, percentage quick. might have even been under 9.
1: Uh, his save percentage this year was 8.98 eight, and 2.86 goals. That. Again, not great, but, like, for a backup, that's not terrible.
0: No. And, I like I said, this is going to be a team, like, like I said, there's two teams that are locked in in this division, I believe. And then I think that that third spot is gonna be a fight between teams that I said were rebuilding. Honestly, like I think that Anaheim, looking at their lineup, I think that L.A. could push for that spot. There's gonna have to be like you know a lot of players that step up this year. But let's uh, we we'll, we we'll get into the team who I genuinely think is the is the other lock. The Oilers yeah, are the Oilers it. are locked in the division, but the Knights, yeah,
1: it, the expansion
0: it, it's, it's team from chance. heaven. The team that everyone wrote off in the first year, and then they took it to the Cup Finals, like yeah, like this. Let's let, let's just get in here to the to the losses yeah. and the gains here on this team. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we see they bring in Dadenoff, and they bring in Nolan Patrick mm-hmm. in a th- th- three team trade, which could be good, could be bad. I don't really think we've seen a lot from Nolan Patrick because of injuries. <clears> yeah, and then Lawrence some unfortunate injuries. And then, what, what was this guy's name again? I can never pronounce it right. Lauren Brossois, Uh,
1: solid backup. You know.
0: Solid backup.
1: Backup in, You Yeah, know, nothing crazy. The
0: You're... problem
1: is with these in and outs. Mark you lose Mark Andre Fleury for nothing.
0: You nothing. Lose nothing. R- yeah. Nothing. nothing. Nothing.
1: You just took a Beznia goaltender and said, "Nah,
0: bye, like, see ya."
1: Like I, I understand why you want to keep Robin Lane and like what that could mean for. You. If you, from a pure hockey standpoint, why would you pick Flurry over? Why would you put. Laner? Laner over Flurry?
0: I mean, I can give you the answer. Like, he just won the Vesna. When uh, Robin Laner had his comeback tour on the island, hmm. he was a Vesna caliper goalie and he's younger than Flurry and he's making less money. That's like that's the long and the short of it. That's why you get rid yeah. of Flurry. I understand that Flurry just won the Vezina. But look at me right now and tell me that you think that is going to win another Vezina before he retires. And he has the longevity to go through the regular season an 82-game regular season and then play in the playoffs.
1: I don't know that Flurry will win another Vezina. I don't think Robin Williams will win the Vezina at all. I, I think, think that if he... Andre, Mark andre Flurry, yes, he's older. Yes, he costs $2 million more a year. I still think he's the better choice. He'll win games, he'll put up better numbers, and he'll get farther in the playoffs. And we saw it this year in the playoffs.
0: Mental health is very, very important that we've found out over the past mm-hmm. few years, and especially, you know, going through the pandemic and stuff. And yep. we understand, like, Robin Leonard is man enough to come out and admit that he was struggling. If he mm-hmm. figures that out, and he fine-tunes it, and he gets it under control, he's going to be nuts. Like, he, yeah, he'll I agree. go crazy. He'll, I
1: agree he'll be better. Like, it's... Like, it's laner here, but it's still 4 people. Like, that's my only point. Um, Moving on from the goaltending, though, you bring in Nolan Patrick. Nolan Patrick is a player who has had injury problems, lots of them, uh, his cluster migraines. It's just a terrible situation for him. But you brought him in at the cost of Krebs and Glamath. You've lost both those players. Yep. And... <sighs> I think Nolan Patrick has the higher ceiling of of the three. But if I if my ch- choice is to have Nolan Patrick as my first line center or Ate krebs and Cody Glass in my 1 2, I take krebs and Glass every time.
0: I just I I don't know, right? Cuz I think that this team has a lot of good center depth and this team is like I think you're with me on this. This team is right at their window. Like their okay. window is the window on this team is about to close and they're going to have to rebuild. And so, if you want to win now, I think uh, losing Cody, losing Cody Glass, and losing Peyton Krebs is fine. If Nolan Patrick figures out his injury, his injuries this year, and he just goes nuts, which he could do, he's a wasn't he a third overall pick, or was he one? Uh, he was second. Second Second overall pick. You know that I that might have been a weak draft year, but I still think he's got potential. He could be the guy. Yeah,
1: absolutely. The problem is he had two solid seasons to start his career, 30 points. A last, he missed a year and then he came back and got like 9 points in 52 games and it was a minus 30. That is admittedly on a bad flyer's team. That's, you got, you need more than that.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to say that you don't. Uh, so we go through these lines here. I'm pretty sure you didn't you do these? I did. Yeah. Uh, um, you start us uh, off here.
1: Did I do this one? Might have. Um, I mean, you have Patcharadi and Stone are your big pieces. They are solid players. Mark Stone's great defensive forward. Max Patcharadi, one of the best goal scorers, at least he was once about a time. Chandler Stevenson's your center. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Uh, you know, it's not. I don't know that Chandler Stevenson's a first line center on really any other team in the league.
0: But I, I'm already seeing. You know, not an issue, but just might have been a glitch in the system here. Did yeah. they not lose Peyton Krebs, or did they? Because uh, he's on, he's listed on the third line here, and Cap Friendly normally has the players moved at the time.
1: Oh, I am wrong. He is still on their team. So, oh. it, all right, going back to the trade then. Uh one Patrick they for lose Cody Glass, Glass. That's an upgrade. All right, talk about, because, talk about Peyton Krebs. My bad.
0: No, but it's okay. Uh, but what I'm what I'm thinking about now is where you know, no, if No one Patrick plays this year, where are you putting him on this lineup?
1: Probably fourth line center. Or I could see a situation where Krebs is your first line center, Chandler Stevenson's your third, and then you're letting no one is uh Noah Patrick play your fourth line and let him kind of just roll a little bit.
0: Is Chandler and Stevenson a younger player or something? Chandler
1: Stevenson is pretty young. He is uh actually no, he's not. He's 27. 27 in the last season he put up 35 points and fifty one play playing the top line okay not bad uh before before he went to vegas he was in Washington. so you no know, not terrible but again i don't know that that's your first line center team the thing is though you still have your second line marshall carlson dad
0: yeah that's good division
1: yeah dad gets moved up and replaces Riley smith maybe maybe he doesn't i don't know exactly how they're gonna move their lines around Maybe you keep Riley Smith there and just keep that synergy there 'cause that was a great line. It's been a great line every but I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't um, I don't hate like I don't hate the forward core on this team. And I mean of course no, I know it's this, great is a, goal. this is a playoff team. Down it's the playoffs. Down
1: the center it's a little yeah, down, down, down the, the, the center it's win.
0: a little weird. But the wingers on this team are solid. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, you know, like we don't we don't know like Matthias Yanmark, you know, kinda of just a, he he's serviceable. William yeah. Carrier again serviceable I think Nicholas Roy is still kind of a raw prospect kind of player. Uh, same thing with Keegan Coleser. So honestly, I think that Keegan Coleser might get pushed out of this lineup, putting in Nolan Patrick, and you might see Nicholas Roy play on that wing with Nolan Patrick.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, you yeah, know. So def- a great forward, forward line, but defense-wise. Yeah, Martinez, Petrangelo, 50 or great three players. Great yep. three defensively. Grand is your one. Theodore, I think, might be a two. He's is your three. Mm-hmm. And Change Theodore, honestly, in most teams, he probably could be a one. He could probably be a number one defenseman in most teams. Uh, and then you have White Cloud, Haig, and McNabb, which is good. McNabb is a good player. Zach White Cloud's pretty young still, but he's stalled. Uh, and Nick Haig, you yeah. know. I
0: mean, that's the thing. I think that I think Robin Leonard, player. I think Robin Leonard's the probably, the, if if John Gibson's the best goal in this division, I think Grumlin is second. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and I, I think
1: I, it's pretty close.
0: And I think that with, you know, all of this, like I said, I think that this team in Edmonton is a lock to make it in. Yeah. Like, and I honestly, this, I'll say it right now, this I think is, Vegas is won. This is Vegas' division to lose. Yeah,
1: it is, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Vegas needs to win this division. I think they're, that's the division, but for the West. Mm-hmm. They'll probably be them in Colorado, I'd say, but, yeah you know, it really is like between that defense their goaltending they full and you know the forward lines is, is the weakest part and that's still so good it like that's when you know it's a salt
0: yeah and not. i i think that they'll they'll figure like they'll figure something out yeah, absolutely. so we're going on to the sharks here i mean like there's not a lot to really talk about on this team they're they're gonna be bad like they're they're just they're gonna be really bad um but we'll start it off here with the with the players that they brought in. They brought in James Reimer. I'm personally mm-hmm. I'm personally a fan of James Reimer. Loved him when he was on the Leafs. Didn't love him in the debacle in Boston, but it is what it is. I don't really know anything about Aiden Hill and Cogliano. I'm pretty sure he's just been resting the past few years. Kind of an older player yeah. now. Uh, yeah. you know, you you lose Ryan Donato, that probably stings a little bit. Even though this team is going to be up. bad. Uh, Patrick Marleau, you know, captain been a great player for them uh, over his career. It's kinda of sad to see him go. He we could see him come back to this team. Uh, especially now because you know we've I think everyone in the hockey world has come to the consensus that Evander Kane's not gonna play this year. It's just it's yeah. it's not gonna happen.
1: I, it it would be shocking to see him play
0: a I lot think of games that this year. I think one of two things is gonna happen. He's either gonna get pushed to LTIR or they're both going to just – the team and him are going to mutually agree to void his contract, which yeah. is something they can do in the CBA. I'm not really sure how the money would break down, but I know that they can do it because I've heard other other people talking about it. Yeah. Uh, losing Martin Jones, I mean, Martin Jones is pretty bad. He, yeah. he, I mean, he's been playing a, pretty There's bad. a reason
1: they bought him. There's a reason they had to buy him.
0: Yeah, and I don't think he's on a roster right now. So No, that uh, goes... uh, no he's not Philly. Oh, oh yeah, he is. So I guess yeah. that go that goes to show you though how little they kind of care yeah. about how he's playing. But so I ended up, you know, I took out Evander Kane out of this lineup. But it's 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 pretty it's pretty bad. Like it it's rough. You know, Timo I mean, Meyer, wait. Logan Couture, and Kevin LeBlanc. That's a pretty decent first line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. after that, you know. Cogliano, Thomas Hurdle, who's a good second line center and then yeah. Rudolf ba- Bal- Balcores. I mean, not he's a, sure. he's an RFA, so I'm assuming he's you know, he's a prospect, he could have some potential. Uh but Cogliano, you know, he's he's a solid uh NHL forward, but you know, he, yeah. it is what it is with him really. You know, it's cut and dry with what you're getting with Cogliano. Uh you're gonna John get
1: just some games. Yeah. Yeah, I can get some points but he'll just eat up minutes.
0: Place. He'll eat so, up
1: minutes. Interesting note with Cogliano, though. Uh it is possible that he will be the first player to play with Bowser in the NHL. Longest active A, Iron Man streak in the NHL, and the second one is behind Just, as I mentioned. Patrick Marlowe. Behind uh not far. I should not Patrick Marlowe.
0: I thought he had the longest it, streak in the NHL. Uh uh
1: where's Iron Man Streak in NHL. Uh it is Doug Jarvis. Patrick Marlowe is
0: Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know Actually, that.
1: Actually, my bad. It's not in Chicago. I don't think I'm in Chicago. Ended. Keith Yandle. My bad.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, good enough. Uh yeah,
1: never mind. Keith Yandle has the chance. Uh, so Andrew Coglio had a great Ironman. Saw a player.
0: Yeah. Moving uh, jo- John Leonard. Don't really know a lot about this guy. I'm assuming he's probably just going to be a guy that probably will bounce in and out of this lineup. He might not even, you know, he might not even play. Uh, Nick Benino. I mean, he was part of the HPK line. So, mm-hmm. but he's he's not that guy. He's not that guy that he was when the Penguins were winning cups. No, he's, and he's as you can guy. see, he's the third best center on this team. And for some reason, he hasn't uh, modified no trade clause.
1: Yeah, I mean, he signed that contract for a while.
0: Um, so think. he, but he'll he's solid. He'll he'll be on this team. And then you have a guy uh, Alexander Barminov. And he just signed a contract. So. Barminov could be. A good player. I know he's an R- yeah. a UFA, which means that I think he just turned 26 or 27. But Barbanov is 27 now. Yeah, I think he could take a step. I mean, like look at their wings. They're pretty not deep. So we, we could see Barbanov yeah. playing on that second line of Hurdle. Uh yeah. Matt Nieto is kind of just – I'm he's going say he's a, I will say he's kind of a bust. I don't really know where he was drafted, but I know that he's just not not that great of a player right now. He, I mean, he's still serviceable, but he couldn't and- be bouncing in and out of this lineup.
1: I mean, he's 28. He was drafted 47th overall. I don't like you know. He's played 500 NHL games. That's not
0: yeah. He's serviceable, but he's but yeah. he's not a he's not gonna you know go out and score you a bunch of points. Uh, Dylan Gamble, I'm prospect center depth again. We could see him move into the second spot above Nick Menino. and if they ever were to work a trade out, because I don't know if they're, what they're really trying to do here in the Sharks are they trying to like blow it up completely because they have so many bad contracts.
1: I think you just kind of accept it and ride it out at this point. I mean, you still have Logan Couture, still have Thomas Hurdle, which are good pieces that you can move. I could see Hurdle being moved to the deadline. Yeah. Um, the problem is you still have Vlasic, Carlson, Burns. Like, that defense. Yeah. yeah. That's a well, lot of defensive money tied up. And just isn't
0: I just got, I got one more thing about the forwards. Nick Merkley could take a giant step forward this year. And again, yeah, center absolutely. depth could play the wing. Defense, you're right. Mark Hedder, Vlasic. It's a bad contract, man. Five more—you have to pay that for five more years. Eric full Carlson, no clause, like Eric Carlson, oh. full, full no move clause. He's probably not going to play the one spot on the steam anymore because he's just—he's—he's not—he's yeah. not doing very well. It's Problem probably going to be Brent Burns. Who does
1: Brent Burns? Brent Burns. You really put Brent Burns over Carlson? Yep, yep.
0: And if like, and Carlson if, had twenty-two
1: and if she, points, six Yeah. Brent Burns had who was a more offensive mind had fifty six
0: games. Yeah, like, and they have you know like players like Ryan Merkley, he's gonna be pretty good, and I think that Nicholas Mellish could push for a roster spot this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might bounce in and out of the lineups, but I think he will be there. Uh, yeah. Then you got James Reimer. I mean, like he's he's not terrible. I mean, like in this division again, like this is probably gonna be a team that's near the bottom. But yeah. At the same time, them. like... They'll be them and Anaheim at the bottom, I think. I think it's going to be closer than that. Because I think that yeah. Anaheim... I think it's... Like, I honestly think that third playoff spot... It's going to be tight. But I think that the Sharks will end up at the bottom of it at the end of the day. But between them, Calgary, Anaheim, the Ducks, and Vancouver, I think it's going to be way closer than everyone thinks. Okay. <laughs> but right. that's just me. But like I said, this team is... Pro- My opinion is... It's probably gonna be the worst team in this division so let's get on to the new team here the kraken um yeah we the kraken are it's they're an interesting team you know they they kind of went off the boards with a lot of the picks that i thought they'd make but as we can see they bring in you know the entire team and you know what we saw with their draft is they kind of just threw out the expectations for the year i don't know what this team is going to be i don't know what they were trying to do because mm-hmm. when you look at who they took in the draft, you you'd think that they're no, they weren't necessarily throwing. Well, actually, yeah, they they did. They looked like they were trying to rebuild, but then they go out and they sign Philip Grubauer. Like they have yeah, goaltending but, on this team. They have Chris Krieger and Philip Grubauer. Like, and their defense is solid. Like when I look at it yeah. now, like I'm like I'm like this is actually a pretty good defensive core. Like the only thing yeah. I think they're gonna struggle with is scoring goals. Yeah,
1: I mean but, they have Everly Gord on on the top line. They also have Don Skoy, Kalyanar. They have some players that are good death pieces in mind. Jordan, I believe, Randy Gord, they're good top six players, I'd say. Yeah. On most teams. But like we know when the expansion draft happened, uh, Ron Francis said he was just prioritizing top space and flexibility to build the Ross. Which is a good idea, but you had so many other options you could have gotten with.
0: Well they only have eight mil they only have eight million cap space right now. With all the signings that they made and every move they've made,
1: you're right. But that's still uh, some, like almost more than most teams. Like they still
0: yeah. But I'm saying like you know bottom. Shea Weber was available. That it came out that Shea Weber wasn't going to probably ever play again. Kerry yeah. Price was available. Kerry Price is a giant contract which they couldn't have afforded on this team with the lineup right now. They also fuck Man, said that he was hurt, which is a lie. Anyways, but he is,
1: he is hurt. He's just not. Get them at
0: the same time. Uh, so, uh, uh, back back who do you think? This team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we'll we'll get into them. We get to the Atlantic, yeah, but, yeah. Okay. Uh, honestly, Gani Gord isn't gonna play the first. What is it? Three months? Three weeks? Is it? Yeah, mo- he's,
1: he's gonna miss a lot of time. I think it's like three months. Problem.
0: If he were to play, because I'm I'm gonna compare this team to Vegas, because that's the only thing I can we can really do. And, you know, yeah. if anyone was going to score 40 goals, it's Danny Gordon. Yeah. And I, uh, I like with a lot of the teams in this division, like Anaheim. I don't think this team's going to struggle with keeping the puck out of the net.
1: Yeah, I think they'll keep the puck out of their net, but I think it's like Anaheim, it'll be 1 nothing, 2 nothing. Cause they won't be able to score goals. I think this is probably the worst team in the, uh, In the Pacific, it's down there with Anaheim and San Jose. I can't see them competing anywhere close to a playoff spot. They're looking to draft somebody like Sean Walker.
0: Uh, See, this is where me me and Ryan's opinion really differs. Mm -hmm. I think Seattle could push for a playoff spot because I think that that third spot is wide open. And I think that if anyone... like, Think about it like this, right? They start off the year, say they're hovering around 500 because I think that's where this team might end up. Yanni Gore comes back. He'll score points for them, and I think that Yanni Gord solely could carry this team into the playoffs, and then you know when the playoffs start, it's anyone's, it's anyone's game, it's anyone's run. If
1: you think this team is going to be playing 500 with Yanni Gord, there's, there's no way this team plays 500. With Yanni Gord, maybe plays 500.
0: But you maybe. know... Even you though know, I don't think so. There's a lot of guys in this team with chips on their shoulders. Jaden Sports, <sighs> Cal yeah. Yarncrook, Jan- Jonas Donskoy, Marcus Johansson, like... All these guys could go out and produce for them and I mean Alex Wenberg could end up could be the second line guy it could not be Johansson it could be but Jordan Neverly, you know he he could go out and score 30 goals if he's in the right situation
1: problem is I don't think you can create that situation with seem like we're comparing like we had Vegas to compare it to Vegas had the benefit of teams making bad moves to try to protect players so you have like Florida Take a top six player, so that you guarantee take another one of our top six players. Like they gave them half their top line. They gave but that's the thing. To the
0: top line, straight up. Yeah, they don't
1: have that for this team.
0: That team. That, for that team was able to score goals, but I don't think the yeah. defensive core is as good as this. Their
1: defense core was fine. I mean, uh, but I don't uh, think
0: it was as good as this. They have a solid one, Giordano. Adam Larson yeah. figured it out last year, and honestly, I Oilers fans were pissed that he left. Jamie Alexiak, yeah. Jamie Alexiak could be a 3 or a 4, and I think Finn's done the same thing. And they have Hayden and Kale Flurry together. That's either going to work, or it's not going to work at fucking all. But, yeah. by God, if it works, like, I honestly, I like this defensive core better than most of the teams. Like, I think if you... I, let's take this defensive core and put it on Edmonton. It works. Take it and put it on uh, Vegas, I think it works.
1: I... I don't think... It's not even close to the Spino's uh, big Vegas. But, I mean, you look at, like, we say Mark Giordano's a one. Mark Giordano is regressing. And he's regressing pretty hard. He won the, won the, the Norris a couple years ago. Since then, he's put up 34 points in 16 games. Uh, or 31 points in 16 games and 26 points in 56 games. This is not the same Mark Giordano we had a couple years ago. This is a Mark Giordano that I think more... Super- is more suited to like a two or maybe even a three spot,
0: but even if even if it's not though, right? You have Hayden and Caleb Fleury, two young guys, one of them could step up big because they you're didn't right. really get a shot on the other two teams that they had. I mean, Caleb Fleury
1: played a full year with Habs. he played solid, good defense, uh, laid the body a lot, he led the rookies that year in hits. Uh, yeah, Hayden Fleury in the other hand, another decent player. Uh, we'll look up his stats real quick but like he has played a few different years in Carolina it's only 179 games he's played 27 points like yeah they play solid defense there's a reason that he was exposed though like it's just I don't see this team being competitive and I don't see any real benefit to them trying I think they just I don't understand why they try Uh, brought Phil Grubauer in if that didn't make sense to me I think it was just to try to uh screw over uh power out because they saw the opportunity if you told me that philip Gruber were to get traded at some point, i wouldn't be surprised
0: i like i said we have differing opinions on this i still think this team competes with the other teams in the division for that three spot but uh, let's let we'll, we'll get we'll get through this we'll see how it starts when puck drops here but i i like seattle's team well we'll get on to the last team here in our uh and our little in the Pacific division, we have the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. A lot, a lot of moves on this team this year. A lot of moves.
1: Most of them are big moves. I mean, Ericsson, Beagle, Roussel, you move out. You bring in Ekman Larson. That's long term. I think that's a bad move right now. I think it kind of makes sense where you need that cap space. We'll get into uh, Hughes and Patterson in a minute. But like right now, it's just moving out those contracts. Not much. Nate Schmidt, that is a big loss for them. Um, you know, losing him and losing Jordan band that, that does take a hit. You can support. But brought him to you guys. No, they replace
0: him okay. with Tucker Poolman Ryan, the analytic yeah, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you also bring him with Ekman, Ekman Larson. Ekman Larson, not worth his contract. Not it's still though, not a terrible dude.
0: Yeah, like he's I not mean,
1: god awful.
0: The thing I want to
1: say. A
0: is I love seeing every summer watching sitting and watching Jim Benning correct Jim Benning mistakes from the year before that and then making yeah. more mis- Jim Benning mistakes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, Long term this is the turn.
0: Like, you know, then they lose Vertanen, which we, we assumed was gonna happen. You know, he's he's got his own issues to work out right now. Yeah. Um yeah, Braden Hol Braden Hulpe was a bad it was an experiment, didn't work. Get him gone. And then Jimmy VC I mean, they fucked over the Leafs last year. It is what it is. vC will wind yeah. up on a team. Uh, you bring in a, yeah. you bring in guys like Jason Dickinson and Connor Garland. Those are two solid signings to me. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, Connor, Connor Garland. Garland.
1: Can, go ahead. Go, go, Cats. Uh,
0: yeah, another wild former Wildcat player actually played around. I think he might have played with the for a year, maybe. I they might have. It, it was it was close. close. But Connor Garland led the Wildcats in scoring for multiple years, and even when yeah. in his draft year, I said. This guy is going to fall in the draft because of his size, but watch out, because this guy's got the heart of a lion, and he will come out and he will score thirty goals. And I can't tell you how fucking happy I am that he did not end up on Boston. I would (laughs) have lost it, Ryan. Lost
1: it. Oh my god, I, I, to see a player like that go to Boston, I, I just,
0: one of my,
1: there's, there's no secret that, uh, Habs fans and uh new these fans especially especially like recent half these fans
0: yeah recent years
1: we hate them. fuck Boston, mm-hmm. fuck them. Hate
0: them. now you know i i one of my coworkers, he's uh friends with connor's old billet family and so he knew connor's parents and connor's dad said he's never playing for boston and i was like thank god i don't want to see it <laughs> i don't want to see it man and they're from Massachusetts. The yeah. That's the funniest part. Like they're they're from they're around that area. But I mean, like you know, let's get let's get into what their lineups looking like this year. Because I mean, I don't hate it, but again, like I had to, you know, I had I made signings for this team. I brought in certain players. Like you know, I I think they're gonna find a way to bring back in Hughes and Petterson. Mm-hmm. but I think they're gonna have to do it. Like it's gonna be, you're gonna have to send some guys down, but also. Michael D has to be your backup this year. I know they just signed Halak, but yeah. you're gonna have to figure it out. You're either gonna have to put him down in minors or send him to waivers. Because the way the contract works is I was able to garner them like an extra like four million dollars in moving players around and stuff, but I on I think Pedersen and Hughes are both gonna take bridge deals. It's probably gonna be two or three years. I think that uh Jack Hughes or Quentin Hughes, I think he's gonna garner somewhere between six to seven. But I think Pedersen's going to want somewhere between seven to eight.
1: That's, this is where it gets a little weird. You, it, making the assumptions is uh, kind, of, kind of meaningless. But Quinn Hughes, I don't see any reason that he doesn't walk into GB's office and say, Pay hey, me like Kelly. Like, why, uh, why should he not demand nine million?
0: Because he, his option is okay, you want nine million, you don't play this year. We don't have the money to. And no other team in the NHL right now is gonna go and offer sheet him that much money. Because if you're Vancouver, if you're Vancouver, you let him walk and then you pay Pedersen. You're right, and
1: then you don't have when he was being rostered. You just lost out on a great player.
0: You did, but there's that's... that's what this league is. If I look at it like this, if Jim Benning doesn't sign Tucker Pullman, they probably are able to sign both of them at reasonable contracts, and everything goes fine. And it's not any—it's not me hating on Tucker Pullman. I don't know a lot about this guy, but I heard he's an analytical darling. Did I think that 2.5 is a little high for him? Probably, but again, it's Canada tax—you have to pay guys to come and play in Canada. Yeah.
1: But see, a... I, I think the more realistic option is somebody get moved. I think you move somebody like maybe Brock Besser, maybe JT Miller gets moved. JT Miller, great player. $5 million, you get rid of that, you can sign. There's-
0: I think there's- it's I think it's more or less down to Tanner Pearson. I think Tanner Pearson's the odd man out. Maybe Brian and Sutter. I think those are the two guys who are the odd man out on this team.
1: I think you're right, but it would have to be both of them. Both of them or somebody like Tyler Bruce.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing. You can you, straight the thing is right now, if they don't play Halak, uh, and they send some guys down, they have like fourteen and a half, fifteen-ish million in cap. So if they move Tanner Pearson, that clears them to about eighteen. So then they'll have, then they could pay Quentin Hughes nine, and then they could be like Pedersen take a three-year deal or a two-year deal. Here's nine million dollars.
1: Yeah. We'll figure it out in two yeah. years down the road. So I think, but, I think the ideal is you take Quentin Hughes a Kyle uh, Cars deal, and Pedersen does with Brady. Where yeah, with the bridge deal, six seven million dollars. Well, so you,
0: so so you think that my my Petterson contract's more realistic than the Hughes contract?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but
0: here's the only reason I say that though, is McCarr didn't take a bridge deal. Quentin right. Hughes Quentin Hughes could take a bridge deal. Like that's like, the, that's the only thing and I think that that contract's realistic for a bridge deal. But at the end of the day, like going back to what I said originally, I think both of these guys will be on the team. To start the season. They might not both be there for training camp, but I think they'll both be there to start the year. I think I I think Vancouver will figure out a way. Like, they need both those players, and they know they need both those players. they
1: need to figure it out. If they figure it out, and when they figure it out, they'll make Vancouver's...
0: I don't hate Vancouver's forward core. I really don't. JT Miller's a solid, solid player to play on the first line. Yeah. Besser's kind of weird, but he could score twenty to thirty goals, I think. And you we'll have Petter- you have Pedersen, who's just going to be nuts. And I'll be honest, Connor Garland could push for the first line. He could put up thirty to forty goals, I think. Like he's he's that good. I think he's that guy. Yeah. Bo Horvat's always been solid. You know, you can put him out there to kill minutes. Just mm-hmm. he's he can put up points too. Niles Hoglander, uh, guy who put up quite a decent decent stint last year. Not a big sample size, but we've seen like quite a bit. Like I said, I'm expecting, I'm expecting big things from him, though. Yeah, I don't think Tanner Pearson's going to start the year on Vancouver, so it's probably going to be high more in that spot, and then Pettersson, uh or sorry, Nicholas Patan might get moved into that slot. Uh, Jason Dickinson's a guy who could play in the top six; like he's 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 that good. He's serviceable. You can put him anywhere. You can put him on the power play. You can put him on the penalty kill. He's just a solid player. Tyler Mott, kind of a little bit more of a more of a. Kind of guy, you know, you can put him in there and burn burn minutes. Uh, uh, then we bring that like Zach McEwen. Shout out to the Wildcats again, another ex-Wildcat player. Uh, he was solid last year. You know, he didn't put up that many points, but in the stint we saw him, and he played pretty good. Uh, bring it down to the defensive side. Like I said, they're gonna bring Quentin Hughes. They have to. There's there's not gonna be no one's gonna offer sheet him, and if they do, they're just gonna let him walk. That's that's the long and the short of it. Unfortunately, I don't think they're gonna make moves to sign him. Tyler Myers. Uh, I was talking to a Vancouver fan the other day. He's like, I hate this guy. He makes me yeah. hate watching Vancouver Canucks games. He is the worst. Now I don't. I don't know. I don't know how bad Tyler Myers is. He's a big guy. I feel like if you put him with Hughes, you might be fine. And then I think
1: he's a solid player. Just six million dollars is a lot to pay for a guy who, at the end of the day, is kind of just there to play the big body, yeah, not put up points and just kind of play physical and rather
0: than defense. I mean yeah you, ha- you know, and then you have Ekman Larson, who, like I said before, he's not that guy, but if you put him instead of making him play the one minutes if you put him in a three or four spot, he's probably gonna be fine,
1: yeah you'll put up you' play fine, I think not yeah. just, just too much paper second, uh three or four back on your defense
0: and then Travis Hamnick, uh, not terrible,
1: yeah Hamnick I think is a solid player uh yeah four through million dollars pretty good uh Dr Pullman, I know you got some stuff to say there.
0: He's going, he's going to play. Like, he's going to start the year in that spot. Jim Benning would to sign that contract if he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. I think he, like, the top five guys on this defensive core, they're locked in. I think the one guy that's probably out could be Rathbone, and I think him and Ole like, if Ole Levy's going to pan out, this has got to be the year where he does it.
1: Yeah, like, it, he needs to stay healthy and get some display. Figure it out. It's, it's really what he needs.
0: Goaltending-wise, I that. Thatcher, I love Thatcher Demko. I'm going to say mm. it like he he could be incredible. And yeah. if Michael DiPietro decides to pan out this year, they could have an insane 1-2 punch combo here.
1: Absolutely. That's that's the one redeeming thing uh so far you have Demko and Pietro there. Yeah. If you can figure out Pedersen and Hughes, you've got a great team. Yeah. If you exactly. don't, there's still a bubble team.
0: Yeah, and I think that they I think that they probably are a bubble team. But I just, I think that's the last slide, yeah. So, I'm just going to bring us back to the, uh, to the to the division's shot real quick. So, right, like like we said at the beginning here, we know Edmonton and Vegas are locked in. They're 1-2. And I think yeah. Vegas is going to be 1. Yeah. After that, like I've been saying this whole time, I think it's a shootout. I, I think that they're, like, Vancouver is probably the strongest team if they can bring back Pedersen and Hughes to block yeah. up that three spot. But... I think that everyone, other than maybe. Like, I don't like Calgary or the Sharks roster. I don't. I mean, like, they'd have to, like, the Sharks would have to play out of their minds, and Calgary would have to play, like, figure a lot of things out. I just don't know if they have it in them.
1: But I, I think it's. Vegas and Edmonton are in. Uh, San Jose's out. Seattle's out. Anaheim's out. Calgary, if I'm Calgary and I'm out this season, you try your best. If you're out this season at the deadline, blow it up. Mm. Buy Goudreau, buy uh Monahan, buy all of you guys. You have Matt Kachuk and you're around that. Oh, building so you
0: keep that. you keep the Chuk. Yeah, Trump. keep
1: Kachuk. Kachuk's young, he's good, keep him. Trade everybody else and just
0: reboot. Again, this is where our opinions differ. I think yeah. that the guy that they would build around is Sean Monahan. Really? I still I still think it is. I think that everyone else gets moved. I think that you try to I think you try to recoup assets for Matthew Kachuk. And after that it's just it's a get yeah. picks tumpster fire you got to make some changes the, there's got to be some big the moves
1: only way I see that happening is is because Sean Manahan's trade values on all time yeah I think you let him do his best get as many minutes as you can on him, let him score as many points as you can I'm afraid him as soon as you realize the value is, is good him, get rid of him he, I don't think he, I think I'll well, fall a, off
0: and again our so. opinions differ here again I think Vegas 1 Edmonton 2 I think it's going to be Vancouver has the best shot at that pick, but I think the Sharks and Flames are out of the race, and then I think it's between the Kraken, Kings, and Ducks to fight it out to maybe push for Vancouver's spot.
1: I think it'd be between... More or less, I think I agree with you. I think it's just between... I don't think Anaheim or uh, Kraken will push. I think it's just going to be the Kings and Vancouver fighting for that three spot.
0: I think that Vancouver is the strongest spot at getting that three yeah. if it's going to get locked I think, up. I but... think
1: Vancouver has the strongest shot. I think
0: the Kings could push I think cut. I think the Kings, Anaheim, and Kraken might push. I don't know. It's just yeah. it, could, yeah. it could it could it could break down like that. Well, I you know we we gave our division the Pacific division. I think that next week we'll probably finish the West. Right? You want to do Central next week? Yeah, yeah. We'll do no. Central
1: next week, and we'll talk about uh, teams as well. Yeah, we'll
0: talk about Russia and America there. Uh, yeah. Also, we could have some RFA signings. There are still a lot of guys who are on sign, like Brandon yeah, Chuk, cool. Kaili Yamamoto, the Hughes yeah. and Pedersen situation. So I'm sure that any, something will uh, come up here.
1: Yeah, any big news will definitely be on. And uh,
0: mm-hmm. well, I, I, you got any, you got anything else to say here, Ryan, before I close this out, or?
1: Uh, no, I think we're just about done here. So, uh, you know, thank you guys for listening in. Uh, I've been Joe. I've been Ryan.
0: He's been Josh, and
1: we've been off the boards.
0: Well, we appreciate you guys listening here if you guys liked our video uh, subscribe or like the video if you guys liked it If you subscribe, if you really liked it. Uh, we're gonna, Yeah, we're gonna try to get this going a little bit better You know more organized there could be some sound quality issues that we got to try to hash out and stuff But I think for our first shot at doing the face cam and actually having a background and stuff Which is different than we did last year. I think we did pretty good um, yep. so Like Ryan said, I'm Josh. He's Ryan. We've been off the boards. We appreciate you guys all for watching this or listening to us or however you guys are listening to us. And we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.